0: Welcome to the Vet Church podcast. Vet Church interviews are authentic, sacred, and inspirational. Vet Church is open to anyone who appreciates the sacrifice made by the women and men who put on a uniform and served this great nation. Find out more at vetchurch.com or retiredarmychaplain.com. Maybe we're going to be good. This live. Oh, we're on. Okay, good times. Hey, Vet Church, I am here going live in a... We're on Fort Lewis, aren't we? That's right. Fort Lewis with a sergeant. Well, I knew him as Sergeant First Class Jordan, and he became first sergeant, and then he retired.
1: Retired mm-hmm. a year ago in July. Oh, about July, over a year. Wow, man. it's, it's uh, Yeah, because I was here right about the time you were here. You were, were I, you I got right here right when I was permissive TDY when you came to this last one.
0: <laughs> That's wild. Permissive TDY, for those of y'all in church who don't know, that's a uh, weird. You're basically on leave, but they can still call you back up. You know, yeah, I mean, was, yeah, pre-retirement
1: leave. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. So you're here. Your your wife still? Yeah, she made the list. She, that means she's a master sergeant, also. Mm-hmm. Um, one more, and then she's at the top. That's sergeant it, major. Yeah. Uh, and um, you and I deployed together. Mm-hmm. You did a whole lot of stuff. You know, one of the reasons I want to have this conversation with you <laughs> is because. Because so many people on Bet Church right now love you. And the w- reason I think they love you and what I love you for is you always fought to find the middle ground to, to, like, even out conflict. Right. You try to care for people. Yeah. You went out of your way at times to try to make things better. And it cost you. There were times when you got in trouble because you were like, no, I'm going to try yeah. to do the right thing here, even though... That was my wife calling in, and she's gone. Let me see what we got here. Jose Aponte, how you doing, man? Nicholas Holder. uh, The Blanchards, Dave Blanchard's mom. Oh,
1: really? Yeah, yeah. Major Blanchard's
0: mom? Colonel Colonel Blanchard now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, they're all all watching us. Uh, So, I, I, you know, like, we do these things, and... um, I do it. You encourage Right. and so here you are. You're taking care of your daughter, right. and uh, doing doing uh, out here teaching her to do some golfing stuff. Yeah, that's right. And you went from this guy that took care of all these people, had all this responsibility. You do stuff with
1: motorcycles now. Love it. And are you still working on being a mechanic, a Harley uh, mechanic? That's it's going to be less. I found that working with Harley Davidson, um, and I loved it. Uh, I found I was losing love or passion for the product. So what does that mean? It became more about work than became leisure. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I started. Yeah. I started enjoying it less when it became all about responsibility. So um, our future here at Fort Lewis is uncertain. We don't know. what we be leaving? So I had. I about a month ago quit Harley-Davidson so that I could spend time with her. Um, do I want to have a business with Harley-Davidson? Yes, it would be most likely something along the lines of flipping, kind of uh, grabbing a bike, fixing it, and selling it that way. Um, that's kind of my kind of goal. Somehow my life and their lives will always be around motorcycles. It just won't be in the setting where I'm managed by a corporate so you gotta have that into it, but that's who yeah, you yeah. are. Yeah, you are yeah. the you are the leader. Yeah,
0: I don't. I, I don't. When know. I met you, you were yeah. leading. There's people, and Dom Garza just joined us. There's people that you yeah, know yeah, on yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. you little, led little, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I think that um, you led me coming out. I think yeah, that's one. I think the hardest thing I had to deal with coming out was what am I gonna do next? I, I started this when I was nineteen. The military. I, I was 19 when I joined the army. I actually delayed entry program. I was six months before I even graduated high school. And you, by was, coming you know, out, you're talking about retirement. Yeah. So what I've struggled with, I guess I, I'm not gonna say I had it. I've not had it bad in any way. It's been in anything. It's been is my own demons. You know what I'm saying? Three deployments. Like, we all got things going on in our heads. My yeah, biggest issue was the loss of having the control. And like you said, I, I worked with Harley Davis for a year, and I loved them. Northwest Harley-Davidson, Olympia, Washington, X 111. I love them, and because they took care of me, but I just found that I was starting to lose the the love for the product. So, I I, I guess what I'm trying to get to is, I always kind of just forgot, forgot what was important and what I wanted to do. Does that make sense? Oh, so I, I, yeah, I just I didn't ones know ones what to do next. It's hard coming out and be like, hey, you did this for here. Now, good luck to you. And that's um, a lot. Yeah. A lot of veterans yeah, face that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is
0: it, so? Is it okay to like go try something and do something else?
1: I, I, How did you feel? About I that? I was scared. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate to use the word institutionalized, but I feel I feel I'm not going to speak for anybody else. 26 years in the army, I felt I was institutionalized. I was told to be in the right place, right time, right uniform. And then you and were then, telling other people then, to do and the same. Then, so then, when you get to <laughs> yeah. where you work with civilians and stuff, there's a there's a learning curve. I adapted. I had fun. Some of the some of my best friends I, I know that that work in the civilian sector. Um, but I did struggle with, all right, what what's gonna what how am I bringing value to the organization? That's what the loss what I what I what suffered was how do I bring value to the organization. Cause not a lot of people think like vets do. That's how you're taught to think. Yeah. We what were like, is well, your purpose? Why what, that, are you here? This is a team. This is this is how yep. we do from point A to point B. This is how we get to it. But then when you come into the civilian sector, it's it's kind of managed by what? Money. That's what. That's the whole driving force. Right. Finish. That's what it is. So it, it's it's a different. Um. But there's a lot of people that tell you that we don't. Not say a lot of people. There's people that say we don't bring that value. Uh, we don't bring value. You'd be, you because all you've done is one thing. I, I, I call BS because some of my or my former employers said the best value that I brought was not working around motorcycles. It was but how I rallied people to be a team, and that's what we us uh, uh, you right. are. Yeah, We're fantastic. good at that, and so it was. I was very successful. I'll tell you, I was the worst salesman in the world. But what made me successful was one, my passion for the product. And to the drive to not fail, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I no, just, I mean
0: we do not fail. We, it's we are like not. Me, well out here, okay. me out here playing music. Yeah. It's, it's not been
1: me. easy. I've yeah. had to learn how
0: to play the guitar. Yeah, and, you know. And we I don't think fail. If, for those and if going.
1: anybody's getting out of the military and trying to find what they're going to do next, I, I think if you have to approach and I, I know money rules the world and you got to support your family, but it, if it's not fun, you got quit. Then don't do it, man. Yeah, man. If. If it's not something you enjoy or want to be a part of long-term, don't do it. Find your way. But if you're not happy, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's just That's kind of how I, the last, I think the last since you left, I saw you last. As, like I said, we talked in there. I, I made some changes in my own mental stability, my own mental health. I think I just kind of, you get up in the morning and say, and you try to enjoy it, enjoy life, and it's are a lot better for it. I'm still connected to the military. Obviously, I live in military housing. because my wife's invested in it. So, but I think what's more important to me right now is not so much working and making money, but making sure that she's happy. So, when you become a parent, I used to
0: say that the parents aren't the picture anymore; they're the framework that right. holds the picture up. Right. And ever since we—I mean, you came to the door with her in your arms, right? And and we've talked uh, a couple times yep. over the last year and. And you had a
1: baby last year, right? Yeah, she just man. turned a year. Oh, uh, yeah. had it. That Harley that drove by? Yeah, I sold it. Huh. Oh yeah. yeah. So so I, it's still I'm still involved. in that funny? Uh, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the irony of it. That Harley that just drove by. A <laughs> uh, heritage softtail, purple, might add. Oh, Stein <laughs> so, Cross. Stein tell, or all right. Was a uh, 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 Softail Deluxe. So I sold him. So yeah, I, Stein Cross. So Stein C2. Cross.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of dog pound
1: soldiers. Oh there, yeah, right? man.
0: Holder. Oh, big holder. Yeah, uh, somebody else was on there. I can't see who it was, but so, you, so you're. I mean,
1: you did this. You sold bikes. I sold bikes. You worked... How many bikes do you have? I have two, two Harleys, and I have one dirt bike, and then the boys have dirt bikes. So I have five bikes in my garage.
0: Next year when I come back or whatever, we're gonna I have some time and go well, ride. Next time, next, uh, next year.
1: I, I, I think I told you that yeah. last year. You yeah,
0: you did. Yeah, you. Last year you're like stop, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and this year same thing. I'm I'm crushed for time. Things have kicked. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, it's it's so good to see you, even if I just have to stop by for a couple. Yeah, hours yeah. Next time
1: you come, we probably won't be here, so we will have to meet up in Texas or somewhere. Right on. Yeah. Well, if you're in Texas, I, I go to Texas quite a bit, <laughs> so we'll see each other. Yeah, I just I think that. Anybody coming out of the military is just don't panic. I mean, am I am I fortunate? Am I blessed? Absolutely, I'm blessed. I, I can. I had children late in my life, but and people think I'm crazy because I'm 45 years old. And I have a one-year-old and a three-year-old, but I don't. I can't really see it being any other way, man. You know, I don't. What's more important? I don't think I can. I don't. I don't think I can. Could like give the attention I needed to my deployments if I had, so I, I, I guess it's selfish like that, but I don't think I could give the, the attention that uh, deployment needed if I had, was worrying about them. Does that make sense? Well, I, you, so you, everything else for a reason. When, was when I was with you, yeah. you, worried, you worried about me. Right, You worried about a whole
0: bunch of people. You. Yeah, you, yeah. you took care of the colonels, the, the commanders, <sighs> the I saw you do things that I thought to myself this guy he, he really cares because there were times
1: when you could have went the other way.
0: I saw it. Over. There is
1: there, I mean, I think with anything, if you don't have passion in it or whatever it is, it's really worth doing, you know
0: Yeah.
1: I kind of knew when it was time to retire because I had less passion for the soldiers, and uh, I found myself just miserable. you know um, I, Well, I kind of have to know, yeah, when that time is. Yeah. Some people are, you know, Twenty-six years. Stay in too long. They're like, well, why don't you go, big, so Why you could have made major, but yeah, I, the reason I'm so, so late is I did everything earlier in my career where making, being a major at the end of it wasn't important to me, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so tell me something. You're sitting here holding a, a golf club yeah, teaching your daughter to golf, and uh, I just watched her hit a few balls, and it's kind of cool. She's three. Yeah. She's three. Come here. <laughs> and, Come, here. Um,
1: Come here.
0: You see the camera? I see it? You see, see us? It. Come, I see Come, here. It. Come here, Goofy. So, Come um, here.
1: What do you do for fun? What are some of the things you're doing for fun? What do I do for fun? Um, I ride. Is, Is it the camera? <laughs> <laughs> I um, I ride my bikes, obviously. Um, I golf. I ride my bike again. <laughs> but again, <laughs> it's really dependent on what she's got going on or how Karen's got, my wife has got going on. So it's not necessarily... My schedule's not necessarily my schedule. Because, because you're the frame. But that was the part another reason why I got out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I was literally, when I was my last first-time job, I was dropping my daughter off at 530 at daycare and picking her up at 1800 at night. Daycare was... For, for those of
0: you who are civilians...
1: Um, I'm sorry. Um, well, no, no. That, yeah. That's fine. They can yeah. figure that out.
0: But 530 in the morning, you're dropping your daughter off at... Let's Day go care. back over that sentence. You're dropping your daughter off at
1: 5:30 and picking her up at six o'clock at night. Yes. This daycare essentially was raising my daughter. Yeah. For her first year. And that happens years. to the life of and me. It does. And so, it really is. There's, and, and, there's and if they're dual crime. military, I mean, it doesn't get any easier. It's uh, both of us, you know. We're both trying to make our way, and then again, that was an, uh, another decision I made at the end of it. Was well, it's time to just. I think it's done. I think it's. I, these guys all I gave them 100% of my time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now I have to have to shift that to something else. And that's kind of how I approached it and Uh-oh. I'm a better man for it.
0: Cantoon says IED. Monique <laughs> Venerable says IED. Says people are going to watch that and see IED. Yeah. What does that mean? Why did you do that? You, you, so. Yeah. Tell me about
1: bringing the awareness and everything you did there. So it's originally started with my first appointment. Uh,. And it's kind of it's, it's weird that on both deployments, my first and second, first one was Iraq, second one was in Afghanistan, that we got hit or some kind of significant activity with the enemy, happened pretty much as soon as we got there. And you're a truck driver. Yeah, you are transporters, yeah. You're, you're running bringing convos, stuff. Yeah, we're, we're moving, moving equipment across the battlefield. Bringing mail and bullets and so, food. So how, if you're with me, say IED started was we got hit um, in Iraq. And we lost a guy, so that was a way. And it wasn't a soldier. I want to say it was a it was a, a civilian uh, contractor, contractor that worked along with us. And he was an Iraqi. He was, he was, he was, he was a paid local national hauler, LNH. And he died. It was literally our first convoy, and he was right behind me. He died. How uh, yeah. old were you at this time? Twenty. Four. Oh, you young! I was just young. I was just, I just became, just got, just made staffs on, and I was the uh, convoy. A I was the assistant convoy commander. So we got hit. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to get into all that. But how it started with, the, if you're with me, it's the ID, it was like any any brief, anything you do before a mission, you brief, right? Yep. And I found that soldiers or anybody get complacent. And they start thinking about how. Something else. So I found that was a way to, to re-engage them. If, if pretty much, and you would say, if you're with me, I say, say I. And they would, they would all say, high, ID. And it became, ID. so that evolved kind of to this football locker room style. Our motto, is that mantra. It, that would be our, yeah. our 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 motto. If you're with mm-hmm. something, you'd say. Yeah. So that's just kind of how that would That evolved, and I just carried that all the way through all my deployments, and I, it almost became like. I, I'm afraid if I, you know, I'm not one for um, being. Uh, what is that? I, I'm, we're, I'm, I, if I don't do this, this will happen. I'm not Super, you now Super I'm, I'm not one for that. But I almost felt like, well, if I don't do this, something something like, yeah. so it almost like we're shaking the demons and getting the gremlins out, and that's how that's how it started. So it became a, 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 a uh, hey, let's get this. Another way for me to say. Hey, Get your heads on roll. Well, and I so guess. many guys just shot it up there. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. They know, they
0: remember. Monique, yeah. Not being a guy. I, yeah, yeah. I met
1: was, yeah. General people. It was, um, it was a way, and you know, even to this day, people say ID, and they just, they drive, people drive by, and they see me, and I'm like, what's up? <laughs> and it's just that's the kind. of, Even civilians, but that I've had, I've met civilians here. They were like, hey, I was on your convoy, blah blah blah, ID, and I got guys from Fourth ID who re- relieved us, it's hitting me back saying, well. Well, I so put it, it, it kind of all just there's stuck a, with it. There's
0: a thing on Fat Church here where I put up that video that the action camera did. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah And yeah, I yeah, shared yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. because literally, like, what I'm doing with Fat I mean, Church, yeah, yeah. the Sunday thing, right. it came from when I was working yeah. with you. And you said, hey, come down here and pray from pray with right. us. Pray right. with us. right. And, and there's people that weren't Christians, and I said, well, how do you guys feel about it? And they're all, no, 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 chaplain, you pray. Again, it was and,
1: something like we needed that. It, it's ritual. Right. It became, this is our battle rhythm. This yep. is what we do. This is how we clear get my mind right. And sometimes some people just need, hey, man, this might be my last time on this earth. I need to. This, and it was for some people. I need you. Exactly. I, I mean, need know, right here, I and I you. right here, you dropped to, him off, and he died. Yeah, I want summer. to say, you know, I, it's my time to any sins—if that's what they were needed to do—you know, it's just another outlet to well, get your head right. You know? And
0: there's—and I think you know, like one of the things that we found as veterans is that you don't realize really what you're doing. And, and here we are—the longest war in the, in the history. We—in this war right now, we have—we have soldiers who have children who are now serving the same yeah, place that their right. parents served. Yeah. And nobody seems to know why we're there or right. what we're doing.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, we know what we're doing. Right. But we don't know. Like the big picture isn't really clear to anybody in America. And it's never the job of the soldier to question that. We don't question it. No. We just do what we're told. Yeah. And and so now it's our job to heal one another because if we don't do it, the VA's insurance adjustment groups yeah. and there's frustration there because insurance, you know, you're trying to get money and care.
1: So if we don't care for one another Yeah, it's at my my brother's keeper. Um you don't say are you who, who's, who better to take care of me than the ones that have been there with me, or us, you know? Um, and that's another issue, that's not an issue, but that's something you will find when you get into the civilian world and those retiring that not everybody's got your agenda, you know, not everybody is... They don't they, think like family. Right, they don't think that way, it's it's 9 to 5. You know, It was, it, you know, like we all have
0: uh, unit t-shirts and, and right. little items that we kept from places that we sure. were at. That draw us together with other people just like when we're doing this interview people started clicking the IED on there right and because it it gives them belonging and
1: purpose yeah well, you were part of something I was kind of like you were part of something that was bigger than us you know yeah. at, at one way or the other we won't be nobody can ever take that away from us. Does ever. that make sense? No, it does. Yeah, yeah. So, it, so, Our lives matter. You know, and it's funny, like, oh, when you, I'm right. going to get out of the Army and I, not I ever think about this again, it, it can't happen. It won't happen. From the minute, from the last second before I put my uniform on, I'm, I'm weeping, looking yeah. at my patches. And everything has a meaning. Everything I did. I remember did, that. Every, everything you <laughs> that do too, yeah. to get to this point for something. It was, had either somebody paid for it. Yeah. Or, or... Helped you? Does that make sense? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's. I didn't well, I guess, get like, where I was. I didn't get here by myself. Those are people like Venables, are people like sign guys. It's those guys that got me here. So it, it's it's nobody can take this away from us. Just it just and that's and I'll hold that and I'll be happy with it. If I die knowing that nobody can take that, that's right. it sucked. Well, and we're all miserable, and we'll, but you know we're miserable together. That's right. Yeah,
0: and we. You know what's going on with Sergeant Carpenter. Yeah. Um, and he did an interview. I don't know if you saw the interview, but it's like an hour and something. He did it on that church, just like we're doing. Right. And him and, and Touche was on there and talking about it. And, uh, <laughs>
1: baby. It's God
0: calling. <laughs> no. I'm
1: on camera. It's, uh,
0: good times here, folks. But this is, this is we're, all we're of y'all.
1: Facebook Live with the chat.
0: I, I got in my head, I should do this with everybody. Monique, venerables, I should have done it with you down there. I don't know why I didn't think about it, but we should do these videos because this is our life, you know, and um, this is the stuff that matters, the lives that we live and and who we are now, to be present and to be in the moment. That's why I'm sitting here talking with Sergeant Jordan because he cared for so many of us and really, like I said before, that's right, next time Monique. And, and like I said before, we wouldn't have had, we wouldn't have that church right now if I hadn't worked with you Right. originally because I, it made me realize that that the chaplain piece was important.
1: Other than that, I didn't really, I didn't yeah, understand it at all. Yeah, there's no, to me, um, before ever any combo. I, I think that that it was just, to me, this is me again, me having the chaplain it was just as important as having the S2A. You know what I'm As to security. Yeah, I mean the intel P. I I mean yeah. it's just it's just
0: the way it should be. Well, it meant you know it meant something to me. Like when I looked back at my life, I thought, like I told you last summer, when I was just playing music, and I thought, well, right. I'm gonna just play
1: music. Yeah. but I'm not. No, yeah, I'm, you're I'm doing. Not. You've done. You sure not? Oh, you doing, can say yeah. any of that. <laughs> <out here. laughs> you're de- you're doing a lot more than that. And and the
0: the weird thing is. What's important is us. We're yeah. still a family because, just like you said, that stuff never leaves our minds. No. And um, and and there was a lot of times when I looked around, and I thought, "What's the purpose?" And when Colonel White well, sitting on his back porch, and I saw him shed tears when I was playing music. Right. And then the next day, he's like, "How do I get you to go?" You know. Right, right, right. How do I get you to go see everybody? Mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, did you win the lottery?" That would <laughs> no.
1: It's
0: but, money. but yeah, and um and then he lent me the money to write to do that first album yeah. and, and you know next month I've been recording in Bustle Shoals. Right, right, right. That's it's awesome. That's like great, all these man. country people like what I'm doing.
1: So <laughs> so I mean it, again, you find you were I don't I mean if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I remember this conversation you had. You were trying to find your way too. Oh no, that's yeah. very much so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like this then it just no like, so actually, even though giving you giving on to find music was something that you didn't even think about when you were getting out something no. you wanted to do maybe I'd already be but, a, I wanted to be like Dave uh, Dave was it Houston yeah yeah <laughs> I yeah, wanted yeah. to play like him but yeah. I couldn't do that come you know on, yeah, come yeah, on you know, like yeah. guys like <laughs> Clapton or something yeah but <laughs> but, but, uh, but you had to find <laughs> you had to find that thing that makes you happy
0: and it took a while right it took three years of sitting on the couch <laughs> drugged right. drug, up right. which I told right, you about yeah. You were going it's real embarrassing here. if you right. think about it. But it's what it is. And then I found that, that I still am part of the United Church of Christ. Right. And it's a group of people that I can say, Hey, listen, there, it's, there's people in the United Church of Christ that that's a mess. But it's the one group that I know that will care for you as an overall group. And I don't know any other groups like that. Right, right. And and then I thought to myself, I do have this big family. And then and then I started talking to guys from Vietnam, yeah, and and Korea. My dad from Korea, right. like he put in that first album too. Him yeah. and Colonel White, yeah. mean, and why and like my dad you. won't let me pay him back. I thought that was bike? weird, but he's like, "You're my Please. son. I'm paying for that." Right. Dad,
1: and Daddy,
0: why it, it was just uh, it was just crazy that that there's purpose. Still. Sure, there's something worth doing, and um, you know.
1: But I mean, even even if. I mean, I, I have confidence in you, What even if the music, that you would still find a way to reach out. Oh, <laughs> like I keep going. Yeah, well, yeah. Say, I it's, mean it's you, the only thing that matters yeah, yeah, right. You know, like when I saw... But, when that's, when I, but, you, but that was when you were in, too, it was the same way. Well, I like people. Yeah. And I, I, it, it had that's a purpose, yeah, you yeah. know? And then, like, people said, well, you're a good chaplain. I was good because you're I the realest people. chaplain I've ever met, dude. i well, that's, like, the most respectful thing I get. It's like calling a, 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 a football player a football player. You were, like, you chaplain your ass off. You <laughs> what I mean? I appreciate you, man. You were, like, the realest chap. Even, like, you would ask, like, you could say, Eric Walker, right? Like, you were the realest chaplain I've ever met. Whoa. Coming from you,
0: that means a lot because because you and Eric Walker. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that time you taped me and I was like yeah. sucking it yeah, to yeah, in yeah. the military? You got to get taped, and I'd eaten a little too much without running because my back was, you know, I'm in pain, so I'm like trying to balance it out, and uh, I'm sucking in my gut. And Eric Walker comes over, and he grabs like an inch of fat. You were there because the two of you had to do it together. And you're like, he grabs like an inch of fat, and he's like. This right here is your problem, chaplain.
1: (laughs) So, I mean, you know, all the stars have aligned, and we've all, you know, we all came into each other's lives. I always feel that we came into each other's lives for some reason, some purpose, right? Yeah. um, And everything has happened for a reason. I wasn't supposed to be the platoon sergeant. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't even supposed to. That's true. I can go back (laughs) to when I was at the 101st at Fort Campbell when I made a simple decision that, If I made any difference, if I literally said, if I go this way, I would have met you. So, to me, I've always lived a life where everything's happened for a reason. Um, I'm I'm, I'm a God-fearing man, so God put me in certain positions and said, keep making decisions. I made a decision. If I would have made it any other way, I wouldn't have met you. I wouldn't have met the fine people that I met with first time. I just wouldn't do this. So
0: and we, and, and many of us might not
1: be here. Right. And I'm not, no, I would never put that on me. That's not my no. no. But,
0: but, but if, if everybody wasn't doing with their... Right. I mean, give it everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You, you pulled that out of people. I, th- I, think, I think, listen, to sit back and say, oh, I wasn't scared of anything. I was not more afraid of... The worst thing any any soldier could tell anybody any leader is that I wasn't trained. You know, what I'm saying that that was yeah. more fearful for me than anything. It was like, why did this person die? Well, because Sergeant Jordan didn't train him. Or that's that's what kept me up at night. You know, what I'm saying that's what. Keeps, well, and it, it it probably yeah it probes you to push you to going. the very 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 end, and and at the end. That's at the end, you're still Keith Jordan. At the end, and I still go home. And I like my motorcycles, and I like my Jack Daniels. Um, oh, I got a little gift for me, for <laughs> Justin Touche. But I think that, uh, pass I think, it on, Justin. I think that, um, everything has led me up to this. Daddy! Not, I that I have this. You have an idea? You have an idea? is Dre. Is that Dre? Yeah. <laughs> everything has led me up, everything has happened for a reason to the point where I made a simple decision that led to. The chain of events in my life where I'm sitting here with you right now, and I kind of say that going in, back into the retirement part of it, everything's going to be fine. Just keep leaning forward, take care of the opportunities, make good decisions. Which that means don't you know don't put yourself in situations where they are going to get yourself know, hurt or somebody else hurt. If you're going to say something to somebody that was afraid of retire, of any of
0: what, of uh, uh, when they just they're not going to retire, they're going to get out without retirement or. They're already out without retirement and they're like they're thinking oh i could go do that but i can't i could but i can't i could because that those things i always ask always, what do you think why that?
1: can't you yeah or what's why can't you um what can you do to daddy mommy's here <laughs> hi mommy <laughs> <laughs> what can you do to this? that's what i always ask why can't you that's number daddy, one I see, mommy over there. I see hi mommy our first class for Moldable Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> so I I, I kind of, well, I always asked well, why can't you, number one? Then I say, um, if you can't find the means to whatever it is you want to do, um, then go do it. Um, there was, Karen will tell you, there was times where I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do, I'm scared to death. And I was going through some depression Mommy's things. here. But you have to, I guess the, with the best Advice she's ever given me was well, I'm bad, <laughs> the best uh, the best advice she was like just go do it um, don't be afraid of failure and and just listen to it. the people that love you yeah yeah uh, yeah stay away from the, the booze because it's not gonna take care of you be around the ones that love you that are gonna support you and take care of you and listen like Karen told me like go do it and, and yeah and all the drugs yeah get off yeah. of them with your doctor's help if you yeah. can and I, and I, again, I, I, I was not, I'm not Superman. I did, I hadn't struggled. I was struggling. I still struggle sometimes with what's going on now. Then I, heck, I, heck, I was quitting Harley Davidson. Going, man, I shouldn't have quit. Um, because now I'm, now what am I gonna do? Uh, I guess I got, I got, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be all right. I don't have to do anything, yeah. You know what I'm saying? army. No, government's taking care of me. Well, you did 26 years. Yeah, my wife, she's still and We mm-hmm. have a good, get a good support system. I mean, so, you're not going to go out and buy this 400-acre ranch in mid-Texas. I would with, love to, but uh, <laughs> just, not on, we have to live with our That's
0: our means, that's within right? our means
1: that's right. <laughs> Which is important.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, we live yeah. in a group of people. For
1: those who decide to get out, get out with a plan. Yeah. Um, just say, hey, even if it's not a good one, just say, this is where I, I'm thinking about my life, going to start working towards it. There's gonna be a lot of obstacles like anything else, but if you don't, you'll never know, man. You'll just never know. Well, you know, hey, thanks for doing this, man. Hey, it's my pleasure, man. Thanks oh. for uh, having me. I, I I don't know if I've helped. I kind of rambled on. I feel like I'm with the superstar right now. <laughs> I, I, I just want say that I, I leave you with, you know, surround yourself with people who love you, man. Um, That's important. Yeah and love yourself. Yeah, if you if you and if you can't love yourself find you know, get around people that will mm-hmm. uplift you. Yeah. Um, phone calls or phone calls, travel. You travel more than the, I'm almost almost envious of how much you get to travel, but again, that's a decision you made, you know, and I, I appreciate you doing it and Daddy. I'm happy to see you every time you come and see me. So Daddy. Thanks you know, for having me, man. This is awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm glad you're
0: doing it because and everybody on Vet Church I want to start interviewing Inside, all the veterans Daddy. we can, because I think Daddy, this is a way... Yeah. You know, I've, I've talked to a lot of children, Inside. of of, Inside. of veterans, and they say, well, my dad was in, he did... That. Well, I don't know what he did, Inside. but he was in during the Vietnam era, or, or he was in during Korea, or Inside. my yeah. grandfather was in Korea, but I don't know. And I thought, well, this is a way to tell a little
1: bit of their stories so that they know. Yeah, and my father was in, and but again, like, you know, it's something they don't... That generation didn't talk about it. Nope, I didn't. You know what I'm saying? And. Well, they, and they lived in community,
0: right? They like the other veterans. They came back together. They'd go sit down at the VFW, have a beer together, right. and then they'd go to work, right? Right. And yeah, and yeah our they go together. They come back to yeah, yeah, yeah. We've changed
1: a lot. So, and I, 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 I wish, and I need to, uh, probably need to speak more um, to veterans. I, I kind of just.
0: Well, you've started right
1: here, yeah, and yeah. hey, Larry,
0: <laughs> Christy, Dorothy. Gretchen Gardner.
1: Ho oh, yeah. oh. ho!
0: Gardner? My godmother's yes, mom. Yeah. was all dead. When I knew her, it was
1: Captain Gardner. My goddaughter's mother. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I'm yeah. messing it it's all up. I mean, it's awesome. I, 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 I'm yeah, glad you're doing it, this, man. man. Yeah, oh my gosh. I know <laughs> They like, she's taking command. <laughs> oh, six? No, uh. <laughs> she's on here right now. <laughs> I Congratulations, man. So, yeah, I mean, I, thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. Well, I was a little skeptical at first because I'm not a camera guy, but you did fine. Yeah. I, he,
0: you're a natural born leader, man. and I'm I, just take this. Just be humble. I'm honest, and and you know that. If it hadn't been for you, you gave me a lot of courage. Just the way you handled yourself, and I realized that you were the man in the position when you were in that position. You became the man that you needed to be in that yeah. leadership position. And it helped me to be the chaplain
1: that I needed to be. So I appreciate you, dude. Hey, it's my pleasure, man. Battle buddies forever. And that's the thing, man. I just, it's, uh, I can't wait I to see you and
0: Eric Walker. Eric Walker. Well oh, hey, listen this. Eric
1: Walker's keeps staying on the East Coast. I'm gonna make my way down to the central Texas area eventually, so I'm sure we'll see. We need to, I want
0: to see all three of us together. Not you guys <laughs> taping me either. <laughs> all right. Vet church, remember, question. Think, have fun, and take care of one another. Love y'all. Talk to you later. Thank you for joining us for part one of this vet church interview. Your feedback is welcome. Find out more at vetchurch.com or retiredarmychaplain.com.